Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Mendy Dechter, Director of Friendship Circle Miami Beach, on the topic of fundraising the smart way. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Atzlachim on their Shluchas. We really appreciate your time, Mendy. Thank you. It's my honor and privilege. Before we get started, let's just thank our sponsors. I would like to thank Fossman Jewelers, the Smetana Group, Gift Card Zen, and Jumpsuit Commerce. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So, Mendy, um, it's quite amazing how, how you've taken the Friendship Circle in Miami Beach and uh, grown into such a successful organization. I know there was a time that your budget was um, close to $70,000, and today it's uh, around $300,000. And that just gives us a a glimpse into into the growth that you've had over the past few years. And uh, at some point, you reached out to, to, to Ellen Bristol from Fundraising the Smart Way to help you with your fundraising, and I believe also in general your organization. And I'm just curious, tell us a little bit about that story. Why did you decide to reach out, and uh, what could we learn from it? A few years ago, I was moving from uh, doing Friendship Circle as a part-time shluchas and being involved in the Chabad House to full-time Friendship Circle. And I realized that I really needed uh, guidance with fundraising, um, ideas, help, and really someone to to uh, to give a more systematic thoughtful and i and i found that friendship circle there's another friendship circle here that rabbi yossi harlig runs was working with ellen bristol i met her at one of the conferences and she was local and i really liked her message of what she was giving over and i got her involved in the organization and it's been three four years on a consistent basis that i've been working with her in many different ways so she really helped me have a more systematic, thoughtful approach to raising money instead of wasting time and floundering and, and, and on people that not necessarily would be interested in giving to my organization. So I think that's uh, that's a huge point over here that I think all of us Shluchim could learn from, whether someone would, would, would hire Ellen or not. That Nakuda of spending a lot of time um, running after you know, a hundred donors or everyone on our list and not being very specific. And I think this is one of the major things that Ellen brings to to the table. She has something like a a scorecard and uh, your ideal donor profile. Do you want to tell us more about that and in a way that we can all learn from it um, in our own shluchas? So I think that, like you said, very often we are going after Balabatum community members and building dreams and, and building ideas of what how they can get involved. And it, very often it's not fair to them, it's not fair to us. And we waste a lot of effort and energy, and our time, is which is, which is very important, on, on these people and building ideas with them that are not realistic and not, pra- and not practical. So Ellen put together something interesting. I'm not going to get into all her fundraising techniques. She has a book out there. But one thing which we'll discuss today is really the scorecard which is the ideal donor profile. And with this, what we do is we put together a list of different ideas that we think will be pluses for a donor, ideal things that we want in a donor, and things that we think that will talk to a donor. And then we have specific things that are danger signs. 
that really take away from a donor's ability to give or donor's interest to give. And when we put all these formulas together, it gives us like a score, a, calc- a calculated score based on a, you know, a, a, a arithmetic. And from there, we can see, is this someone that ranks as an A, a B, C, or a D? Someone who's an A justifies the maximum amount of effort that we should be putting into them, and B is a little bit less all the way down. I, just to give you a glimpse into some of the uh, facts or things which I think would be, give us a reason to go after them, I'll give you some, some specific. Uh, one is, for example, does the donor even have the means to give a 10,000, 15,000, or 20,000, whatever amount we're looking to go after. Is the donor Jewish? Um, not necessarily does Jewish matter, but it's sometimes, most of the time, it would be an added benefit. Where I live, is a donor based in, you know, in Dade County? Does a donor have a, a special needs child, or, or does it have a, a typical team that's capable of getting involved in the organization? Does he have a close connection with uh, some of our board members? Um, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, and, and each one of these points, as I and I put this together with Ellen, we carries a certain weight. The more important of them has stronger points, and the less important of these elements has a weaker amount of points. But eventually, it comes to a certain value. Now, in addition to that, what are the danger signs? And this is something which I think we come across all the time. Let's say a donor has an issue with Orthodox Jews. He could be Jewish. He could have the money. But we're walking in there with a beard and representing, you know, Lubavitch. Um, that could be an issue for him, and that could take away a significant amount of points. Another a red flag would be that he's a big talker and he doesn't really follow up. Or, which I found, and this is a donor, a donor who, in my mind, came up and, and was off the charts, fit every single category. He was Jewish. He had a child with special needs. He was wealthy. He lived in my area. But he was overcommitted to too many charities, and possibly even ran his own charity. Or another thing, which I think would be another red flag, is that, you know, and this you can personalize. For every single donor, you put in specific things, or you keep a standard uh, formula for all your donors. But this is really all based upon your needs, your community, and not based upon anyone else's thing. And after this whole picture, you have a very clear understanding if this is someone that you want to go after or you don't want to go after. So one question comes to mind, a practical question, is that, Let's say I'm a shliach in a small town, okay? And I have 200 people on my mailing list, okay? And this could apply for anyone, meaning even if you're not in a small town, but let's say you're in a place and you have 100 donors in general that you're actively trying to engage, to solicit from, to to fundraise from. So a, a shliach could say, I don't need, like, how much time is it going to take already? Meaning it's, I, I have to raise, these are, these are the people that I have to fundraise from. These are the hundred people. So I should actively involve each one of them. I have my list. I invite them for Shabbos. I send them things for, for Purim. I, I, I meet with them. Meaning maybe I could be on top of my entire list. Okay. This is just a question that I'm having without using this system. Meaning, and I'm not saying this specific system, but in general having, you know, really, really, um, uh, giving value to each donor. So, listen, I'm not, first of all, it's very possible, especially if you live in a smaller town, that you could be completely on top of all your donors. But even within that, 
uh, all your donors, are you very clear with which donors are able to give what amount of money or which donors will be your founders and which aren't? And when I think I personally believe that that's, it's very difficult. It's very hard to be real with yourself, especially from going out and giving college to everyone. I'm not saying to take away from that. If you have a 200 people on your list, you should be going after every one of them. You should be meeting with them and having conversations with them. But with doing all that, you, this will help clarify in your mind which people will get which role in your organization instead of having the wrong people in the wrong roles and confusion on your part and I think even confusion on their part. And it will enable you really to have a, a, a better relationship with them because your expectations are more real with themselves and with you. You should know when I asked the question that uh, I really understood the answer already, but I'm, I'm asking it because I think we could all make this mistake and say, you know what, I, I could be on top of all of it. I don't, need, I don't need to have a system. I don't need to be specific. But the reality is I once made a calculation of how much time I really have in, in, in my week to get stuff done, and it's really like four to eight hours, meaning once you take all the things that you, that you have to do anyways and you're, you're, you're in a meeting with people, and uh, taking care of problems that come up and build all the different things that we, have, that, are, that, that we have to do when it comes to actually being productive and growing your organization and thinking about the next step and cultivating Balabatim, we have very, very little time. And if you just have a list that's so big, even if it's 100 people, you end up wasting so much time and a year goes by and you realize you actually didn't cultivate the, the people that you should have. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, I think this is, this, this idea of giving structure um, to how you spend your time and who you focus on is, uh, could be a benefit to, to every shliach. Many a question, another question that comes to mind is that, you know, when you hear, you know, that there's, um, you know, this person who can help you with fundraising and this person who can help you with, uh, with your organization, sometimes I, I, I say, you know, why don't we just go out there and get it done? Just go out there and fundraise. Um, all these systems are great, but we actually need to just go and do it. What would you What would you answer to that? I think you're 100 percent right that just go and do it. But at the same time, while you're going out and doing it, you want to do it in the right way because you could be going out and doing it and just and and wasting a lot of that time going after the wrong people. This it reinforces that that yes, we all have to get out there and do the ask, like Mendel Duchman says, and and the padyam, and do everything that needs to be done. But you want to do it as efficient as possible instead of spinning your wheels. And you know her her vision and her formula helped me in many ways. And to give you a specific example of, of charity, we did a charity campaign, which you know a, a lot of people have been doing lately. And she, you know, you need to come up with a certain amount of backers. Her her concept and her way of profiling the donors really helped me put together in a specific amount of time the amount of backers that I needed. And for me, it was a big step. It was a big jump. I never asked any of these amounts of money before. But at the same time, because I had this way of thinking, this train of thought, I was able to get out there and get those backers when I needed them most, when I needed them to step up to the plate and run this campaign. So her her strategy and her theory across the board has helped me, not only in you know her specific method of fundraising, but in all the different methods that I do, whether it's the monthly giving, with it, which has helped tremendously, the charity campaign, whatever it was, every single one of these things has been helped from using her strategy and her scorecard and her way of thinking.
Yeah. No, I think it's a it's a it's such an important nekuda. You know, we 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 have, <coughs> we have shluchim have many talents, we have many capabilities, and we get out there and we do it. But there's a lot to learn from other people. There are professionals out there. There are people with skills and talents. Many times it's our own balabatim that could teach us a lot. But if there's someone out there who has experience and has helped many other shluchim and can help our organization, it's uh, it, it's definitely something we should be open to. To, to help grow. So let me let me just uh, you know reiterate something that you know if some of us sometimes very often we hear these pitches and we hear these things and we feel like oh my god do I want to really get involved in this thing and we have to sign up for a, you know a year long process or a whole spiel um, and, and to say even further do I use a scorecard every day no I don't I that in the, in the beginning I was much more active in it but what it did was it really at least in the beginning and continue throughout the next while, is that it, it integrated my mind. It changed the way I thought internally. So even if I wasn't physically putting everything in this in this spreadsheet, but automatically in my mind I was looking and evaluating it based upon those specific pros and cons that we already established earlier. So this is not something that if we get involved or you get involved, and whether you do it or you don't, is, is uh, you know, you're signing up for a lifelong process. This could be one little point which could be in your arsenal of fundraising and help you in your day-to-day um, ask what you're trying to accomplish. Many other, any last thoughts that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic of fundraising the smart way? Yeah, there's two things. Uh, first of all, that you know, with this whole fundraising the smart way and this Ellen Bristol, she's a tremendous professional who's written quite a few books on fundraising. And she's done tremendous surveys with thousands of nonprofits where she formulated and came up to all and got a clear picture for herself of, of which organizations are struggling, which ones have leaky buckets, as she calls it, and which ones are very strong. And then more specifically, with this specific scorecard that we're talking about, that she helps you come and put together. It's a very simple spreadsheet. It's not a sophisticated CRM platform. You and her are the ones that are going to create the questions and the statements, and it's really developed for you, unique to your own situation. So it's important to know that because a lot of times we think that we're signing on to a major, uh, you know, CRM, you know, but this is not the case here. Though on a side note, with all her different methods that she has, uh, a few other shluchim are working on a Salesforce method of implementing a lot of her scorecards and a lot of her pipeline stuff all in directly into the CMS platform, so the CRM platform, so that you can work with your existing donors within your database. But that's a whole other story. And right now, for step number one, it's just going through the beginning processes of using a spreadsheet and donor by donor to creating that, that donor profile. So if there's a shliach out there who wants to, to to call you to speak with you more about this and uh, you know, your experience working with Ellen, um, would they, what's the best way for them to reach you? It would be my honor and privilege to be able to answer any questions. Uh, my email address is mendy, M-E-N-D-Y, at fcmiami.org. And my phone number, I'll give you my cell phone, is 347-225-1322. And if you have any questions, I'll be you know, happy to answer anything that, that you have with regards to this, this specific method. So I just want, I, I want to make it clear that I have, um, 
I myself have not worked with uh, with Ellen yet, and I, I am not getting any commission of any sort from uh, bringing this up onto the podcast. It's just that there were a few shluchim who are working with Ellen and really love what she's bringing to the table and suggested that I, that I do a podcast with uh, with you, Mendy, who's uh, really um, seen a lot of growth um, working together with her. So um, for the um, for the podcast, she she set up a special page for the shluchim. Um, and it's on her website, um, bristolstrategygroup.com forward slash shluchim. I will include that in the email, but again, it's bristolstrategygroup.com forward slash shluchim. And she's offering something, and this to me sounds very reasonable. It's $1,000 to work with Ellen for over a period of six months, but then that's at a group of 10 shluchim, that when there's 10 shluchim um, together, um, and she does this. She does this quite often. I understand. She will. Um, she will work together with you and your specific organization for a period of six months, and really get get you up to where you need to be. So, Mendy, thank you again for sharing your experiences and Atzlocha with fundraising the smart way. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I appreciate it. This is Dovi Shapiro, and I would like to thank all the Shluchim for your constant feedback and ideas for new people to interview for the podcast. If you have an idea of a shliach, a specific shliach or a professional that can help other shluchim's Chabad houses, please let me know. Email me, and it may be the next podcast. I hope you have an amazing week in your shluchim.